Uh, National wants COVID restrictions to loosen immediately and to fully do away with them by mid-April when the border opens to Australia's. Uh, They want um, scanning and vaccine passes dropped for all but the large indoor events and to reduce COVID isolation periods to just five days. And by mid-April, the party wants to scrap the traffic lights framework altogether. So joining me is National Party leader, Christopher Luxon. Hello, Chris. Good afternoon, Andrew. How are you? Very good. Tis the season. The government says they want to make announcements on mandates and traffic lights next week. So you're hoping to beat them? Well, no, it's just that we've sort of, you know, I think the country's been a bit lost as to where we're going and everything seems a bit ad hoc and the government's responding certainly to the opposition, to the media, I think to the public as well. And uh, it's time for us now to sort of move on. We've, we've got through the peak of Omicron or we're about to go through it um, and we've got to start getting life back to normal. Um, it's important for businesses and I just think the government's instinct should be to start removing restrictions on normal life as soon as they're no longer justified and not hang on until there's zero risk. And if you look at you know, Omicron and the risk that's there, it's a very different one from before. And the effectiveness of vaccine passes and mandates um, you know, is diminished uh, seriously. I mean, so, this, this... OK, so, so let's say you're the, 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 the prime minister right now. You're the government right now. You just had a cabinet meeting. It's you know, midnight mm-hmm. Friday. We've got a double header at Eden Park in the Cricket World Cup over the course of the weekend. We've got one Super Rugby match. We've got a few other events. What would you be announcing tonight uh, for tomorrow? Well, we'd be dropping all scanning requirements uh, to get in and out of that stadium. We'd be dropping um, vaccine passes for all but large indoor events. You know, the reality is if you're outdoors, um, there's very little chance. You know, the the risk is very different. Uh, And today we'd also be getting rid of vaccine mandates for young people under the age of 18 so they can actually participate in all sport. Uh, And we'd move to a five-day isolation period. That's what we'd do today and immediately. Would you still have traffic lights? No, what we're saying then is April the 13th, when the Australians are at our um, we'll start opening up to the world. Uh, a traffic light system is going to be very unhelpful for an Australian trying to get a vaccine pass to go into a, a cafe here in New Zealand. And so we'd scrap the traffic light framework altogether. We'd abolish pre-departure testing. And then we'd start phasing out vaccine mandates and, and with health workers, I guess, being the last to be phased out. So, you know, you could start to see us starting to return to some normalcy um, and we'd you know, need to sort of be able to uh, say, well, look, if the risk changed, if there was another variant, rather than just mm. keeping the system in place, we, we, we adjust dynamically for risk up and down. And so if there's a different set of risks and threats, we put in different sets of action. With the Omicron surge in Australia, they, they had about a six-week thing uh, that went through and then they opened up and mm. we, we've looked at that. Uh, if it was the same for, say, Auckland and most of New Zealand right now, that six-week period will be up in two weeks' time. So would announcing yeah, it right now be actually jumping the gun a bit? Well, look, I mean, we're just in good shape. I mean, New Zealand's got 95% of us are vaccinated. The most important thing, I think, is that 85% of every DHB that's got uh, folk over the age of 60, which is the most vulnerable age group, are now boosted. Uh, and that's where the risk really sits. Um, that's one of the most vulnerable, high-risk sectors in our economy, uh, of our community. And so it's important that, you know, I think we're in a place where we can go and, and actually do these things now. We could do these immediately. And then, as I said, in the middle of April, when we start opening up to tourists, mm-hmm. Uh, we should then have a different city. Final question, the isolation period, you'd like it to be five days. Of course, we remember when it was two weeks and it went down to 10 days and it yeah. went down to seven days. But experts have always yeah. said that seven days was pretty much it. So what's, what's your five day based on? Well, the, the US system, the CDC, has advised five days. Um, you know, you've got other countries that are at five, six or seven. Um, and so the question is, let's, you know, what's the, 
what's the minimum that we need to do, those extra two days can make a difference in terms of getting people back into work um, and, and get them up and running again. And so, uh, you know, and I appreciate, you know, COVID's different for everyone. I, I was struck with it last week and it didn't impact me at all, but I've had friends that it has been more challenging and more mm. difficult and there might be need for longer isolation periods by individual cases. But I think if you're, uh, if it's good enough for the CDC in the US at five days, um, that's something that we should be considering. Christopher yeah, Luxon, I thank you so much for your time. National Party leader Christopher Luxon, and obviously the COVID didn't affect his ability to speak quickly.